Hello everyone, and I am your friendly neighborhood, Jake Hollingsworth, and welcome to the first episode of the Spectacular Spider Nerd Podcast. I have been teasing this for a little bit on my Instagram page, The Spectacular Spider Nerd, which you can go follow on Instagram right now. So, I've been teasing this, of course, there was the Andrew Garfield reel that I put up, that I put up and then the Tom McGuire one, and then the Tom Holland one, because, of course, all three Spider-Man recently just happened with Spider-Man No Way Home. So... As you can tell by this podcast, this is going to be a very Spider-Man themed podcast. And some of you may have heard it before, may have heard my voice before if you've listened to the Movie Majors podcast that I have with my brother Eli, or even the X-Files, X-Files and X-Men podcast I have with Eli Spencer. Coincidentally, they're both named Eli. So, and here, this is just, this, this is something, if you're wondering why I started to do this, it's because I really wanted to do something with Spider-Man, because I've been... Because I have like all this, because I'm, of course, I'm a big lifelong Spider Man fan. And so I've been wanting to do something with this. And so I thought, hmm, maybe the best way to do this would be doing a podcast about it. So I came up with the idea of the spectacular Spider Nerd. And so I decided to come up with this podcast so I could talk about Spider Man stuff. So how this would work is I actually have a very well, well, not well thought out, but like a thought out plan. Where it's just basically just a bunch of ideas that I cobbled together that I think would be good. So how I'm going to start out with this first episode, as you can see by the title, is going to be talking about Spider-Man himself, which, uh, which we'll get we'll get through in a little in a second. And then the next next we'll be covering all the villains, all the major villains that you should know in release order. Like, well, not like but at least like the the order they came debuted in the comics. Like for example, like whenever like Green Goblin or Doctor Octopus or whoever. What, I've been covering all those major villains that like all the major Spidey villains and like the in the order that they came out like whichever one came first. In the case of this one, it will be the Chameleon, which we'll talk about next week. So, but before I did those, before I did the villains, I just thought to myself, maybe just for the sake of doing it, it would be fun to cover Spider-Man, Peter Parker himself, give him his own episode, and then move into the villains. So that's what I'm choosing to do here on this. First fresh episode, pilot pilot cast for the spectacular Spider Nerd, and so without further, without any more delays, let's get swinging on right in. So, Peter Parker, Spider Man. I'm sure all of you know who Peter Parker, Spider Man is. Well, Spider Man is Peter Parker. I'm sure all of you know who he is. I'm sure all of you know the origin because it's been done to death so many different times. But it's important. I felt it was important for this podcast. Like I said earlier, I felt it was important for this podcast to start out because if I'm going to be doing the villains and their origins and how they were created and whatnot, I just thought it would be fair to do it for Spider-Man, the main Spider-Man himself. So, of course, everyone knows the story. So Peter Parker was created in the 60s, 1962 to be exact, and he was he debuted in Amazing Fantasy number 15 all the way back in 1962 and this is the 60th and this is this year 2022 is also the 60th anniversary of spider-man so that's another reason why i decided to make this podcast because after all it is spider-man this character has been in our lives for about 60 years now which is insane so he was created at a time spider-man was created at a time where there were always a bunch of adult superheroes like all the characters all the superhero characters that were around at that time were adults and occasionally, some of them would have a teenage sidekick at their side. No pun intended. So, doing a teenage superhero, like, as a main hero, was almost unheard of. But Stan Lee, while it was, like, Marvel is in this point where they needed to keep creating new characters to keep their audience interested. And so that's when they came up with Spider-Man. And even, 
Marvel executives at the time were skeptical of Spider-Man. They didn't, they didn't think that a teenager with all these problems, like literally Stanley was told that this was going to be a bad idea because like hero can't, a hero can't have problems. He can't have stuff like that. That's how Spider-Man was pitched. So that's why Spider-Man stood out amongst all the other ones because he's basically just an everyday high school kid who has normal human problems, which all the Marvel characters have this. Like, that's what makes Marvel and DC so different. Like, DC's always more high-flying, like, god, small-g-level powers. And Marvel was always more grounded, more mainstream, and always kept their characters more relatable and gave them very human problems. Kind of like how the X-Men were used for, like, to use, for, like, use for, like, political stuff at the time. And the Fantastic Four are very much a family-type thing. And then Spider-Man is a high school kid with superpowers. Like, he's just an everyday normal high school kid, just about 15 years old. And he just gets a bitten by a spider, which we'll get to in a second, where he becomes a hero. And that's what made him stand out so much, because he was so relatable, because he's just this, like, like I said, he's just this normal kid who has, every, he has normal problems, like getting to class on time and talking to girls, which I'm sure all high school kids have had back then. And of course, he also gets picked on by boys, which, I mean, that was a problem. That's all, that, I mean, nowadays, you could say that that's dated, because, um, of course, high school dynamics have changed over the years and it's not like that now but back then that was a thing where if you were nerdy you were picked on i mean it's still i mean you could say maybe but nowadays people have moved society has moved on from that and now you're just accept if you're a nerd you're accepted so you're not like an outcast because that's that's like the one part of the spider-man mythos to dated so peter parker himself is a very relatable character and he lives with his aunt and uncle because usually a lot of times characters are not are never interesting if they have two parents. Like so this like Super Cohen Brothers put it best, perfect isn't interesting. That's why in everything you either characters only have one parent or zero. And so here in the case of Peter Parker, he lives with his aunt and uncle. And so in Queens neighborhood and he just he's just a normal kid just trying to get by until he goes on this field trip where he goes on a life-changing adventure. Well, not life-changing adventure, but life-changing field trip where he's watching a science experiment take place. And then the, the spider gets hit by a bunch of radioactive radiation. And then he gets bitten by a spider, a radioactive spider to be exact. And then he, of course, starts to gain the powers of a spider. Which, that's where spider is more. But he gets bit by the spider, but he doesn't become Spider-Man just yet. Instead, he goes into... Test his powers to see what, what he can do is make some money. And then he even... Also, he goes into showbiz for a little bit to show him off on TV because Peter Parker's whole motivation comics back then was just to be noticed. He was just kind of like someone who's never noticed, picked on, ignored by everybody. And he just used these powers as a way to get noticed. That's why he did showbiz and even wrestling matches against Crusher Hogan. And so, but the thing with Peter Parker was he was still kind of a selfish person because when he's doing a wrestling match and after it's over this this mugger comes in and steals and stealing from somebody and so spider-man chooses to just let him go because that at that point in peter parker's life he was just out for his himself which i'm which everybody does struggle with and then but then later he realizes that 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 there was that his uncle his uncle which has basically been his father figure because his parents are dead have died and that's why he loses his an uncle. His uncle gets, he learns his uncle a shot. And then he becomes, puts on the Spider-Man costume again to go try and find the murderer. Only to learn that, that the person who killed Uncle Ben 
is the same person who he let go back at the wrestling match. And if you're so, if you're saying, if you're saying right now, anyone who's if you're listening to this, anyone who's listening to this, if you're saying right now that this sounds very much like the 2002 Tobey Maguire movie, you would be correct because they basically did pull straight from this comic. And we'll eventually, and we're, I'm eventually going to talk about. Like at the end of this podcast, I'm talking about the plans for this that I have for this podcast going forward. So, anyway, so but when Peter Parker learns that, well, Peter Parker learns that the person who he let the criminal he let go was the same person who killed his uncle. That's when he learns to own that he messed up and that he did he had this great power and he didn't use it, and he and in the process he lost his uncle. But his uncle, Uncle Ben, always used to tell him these words, which are very famously quoted throughout Spider-Man history, is, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. And so it's after his uncle dies that he learns the meaning of that phrase. And so that's when he decides to fully become the hero Spider-Man and go out and fight crime, which we've seen him do for over 60 years now. And of course, he's also gone on to have various games and other things. But like the character of Spider-Man comes from that origin, and I know that, and even myself included, that think that the origins, that origin stories are kind of not needed now. Like for characters like Spider-Man, like we've seen it, we've seen it already. We don't need a retread. Which that's I I am in that crowd. We don't need we don't need to see the origin story like fifty times. But that's important to the Spider-Man character, and you can't just discard that. Like, that's the essential to Spider-Man is. So, you can skip it, but you need to allude to it. Like, and say that it has happened. Because otherwise, Spider-Man would not be Spider-Man without that origin. Even though I do think that origins are starting... Even though I do think telling Spider-Man's origin is a bit not needed, because we all know it. I still think it's very... It's, of course, it's still very important to the Spider-Man characters. So, I'm sure you guys already knew that. But that is Spider-Man's origin of Peter Parker, this nerdy kid bit by the spider, and then become, and then goes through this basically a coming-of-age story to become Spider-Man. And that's what makes Spider-Man stood out amongst, like I said, Spider-Man stood out amongst the other characters is because Spider-Man is basically, own, basically teaching you to own who you are and learn responsibility. Like, everything that happens, it teaches, like, it happens for a reason, so that you can learn something from that lesson. Which is very relatable. Which, and of course, I'm sure not everybody has been bitten by a radioactive spider. And not all of you live in New York. I think some people might. But just the, the core of Spider-Man is that he's just a normal kid who's just, he's just like everybody else. But who has these like fantastical things happen to him. And that's what makes Spider-Man so relatable. So, my personal thoughts on Spider-Man is, of course, I've, I've always loved Spider-Man since I was four years old. Always loved Spider-Man. I've watched... A lot of I watched a lot of pieces of Spider-Man. I've seen all the movies, watched a lot of the shows, and I just I've even played the PS4 game, which is amazing. So, of course, I love Spider-Man. And when I was younger, I used to like Spider-Man just because he was cool. Like I just thought his powers were cool. I thought he was funny. I thought I loved how he was like web swinging. That was my thing. But actually, nowadays I've grown old. As I've gotten older, well. <laughs> older quotation marks, but yes, older in all seriousness, older definitely have started to resonate with Spider-Man a lot more because I am at a high school age and like all the problems that Peter Parker has, um, I definitely can relate to because he's just like he's just a normal guy who just has who struggles with everyday problems. I even sometimes struggle with those everyday problems myself. I'm willing to admit, and even with Uncle Ben, I even had someone like that in my life 
who my grandfather, he was very much, I could say he was very much like my real life Uncle Ben. And then when he passed away, he also, he basically, it was, of course, I was very, it was, it was hard for me to accept, but, but one thing he taught, I guess you can say that one thing he taught me is, like, just like, I guess you can say that, like, when after he passed away, my grandfather passed away, I guess that's what taught me to, like, be a little bit, to be more mature and own, like, just be more, like, act more mature than I did, I did before then. And so, basically, now, so nowadays, I resonate with Spider-Man a lot more than I did when I was younger, and definitely, definitely, I can see where Spider, I can definitely see why Spider-Man goes through that and how hard that is, but... Basically, that's why Spider-Man, because Spider-Man has always had such a special place in my heart, and I just love the Spider-Man character. I just think he's awesome. I love, I love a lot of his villains. Some of them are a little out there, but a lot, Spider-Man's villains are just great, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about some of them as the podcast goes on. But Spider-Man just has this great, he has all has just this great lady abilities we talked about. He has such a great rogues gallery, which I I know I'm a little biased about this, but Spider-Man I'd say has the best rogues gallery out there of villains like they're all so memorable you remember like green goblin dr octopus a bunch of all these great spider-man villains yeah he just has all these great like characters and even like even like side characters they're all great and like of course so basically i've always loved spider-man spider-man has always been my favorite marvel character like because i just think he's i should say i just enjoy him i think he's a cool character but i also resonate with him a lot and like oh i know but i know that's the point i I know that's the point. That was probably the point of the character, but I definitely do resonate with Spider-Man very much nowadays. Now that I've gotten to be high school age, but definitely I love the Spider-Man character. I think that he's definitely aged probably the best out of all the characters. Like some characters' names, as great as they are, like some characters' names are a little cheesy nowadays, and some of them, some parts of them don't hold up. But Spider-Man, I'd say minus the nerdy side. I say Spider-Man definitely holds up in today's world, and people still to this day love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is like an iconic legend, like just like one of the most iconic superheroes of all time. Because he, because when he came out, he was so different. He was a high, he was just a high school superhero, which had never been done before, and it works. It works so well because that's why he's. That's probably why I found him so interesting because he's different from everybody else. He doesn't have like money like Tony Stark. He's not like a king like Black Panther. He doesn't have, like, good looks. Well, he, he, he does, like, have good looks. But he's just a normal guy that everybody can relate to. And he's just just a great character. And, and Stanley and Steve Dick, Stanley and Steve Ditko really did a fantastic job with creating this character. Steve Ditko doing the art, great. They nailed it first time. That, that Spider-Man design is just really good. I mean, I know, the, I know, and also the Spider-Man costume, I would say, is probably the easiest to translate to a live-action movie, which some Marvel characters, as much as I love those costumes that Marvel characters wear in the comics, some of them look would look a little bit silly if you tried to do a do full spandex. But Spider-Man is the one exception. I say that very biasly, but I'm being serious as I say this. Spider-Man is the one character I say you can put on camera and it won't look silly. However, the one part is, like, when he first debuted, he did have, like, underarm webs which those don't get used anymore because if they did get used they would look a little silly but minus the underarm webs mostly everything about spider-man's costume can be translated to the screen without it looking goofy and then also spider-man's of course red and blue i like the red and blue design but originally when spider-man came out he was red and black with blue outlines 
Now, I forgot why, but later they changed it to red and blue. My guess was probably just my guess was probably, it was probably going to add more colors. But I mean, I don't mind either one. Like if they do red and black or red and blue, I don't care as long as it's Spider Man. To me, I don't really care which what they do with the design. So definitely, the, so in all, Spider Man is definitely a character that I love. Always loved him. He has, a, I think, he has a great origin. Even though it's, even though like I've, even though I've said it's been done so many different times, I still think that that origin is a classic coming of age origin that definitely still resonates with people to this day. I still resonate with that origin story. I do think that it's a really good origin, for, and I think I love this character. They just did such a great job. I feel like I'm just repeating myself at this point, but I love Spider-Man. Love the character. Love his origins. I love his Rogues Gallery, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a lot of them in this in this podcast. But definitely love the character of Spider-Man, and, this, and you can hopefully see why I wanted to cover this because I why I wanted to do this podcast just because I love the character, and I'm also very nerdy about Spider-Man, so I get to finally put that out. In podcast form. So, that's the wrap up for Spider Man. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. So, I want to take some time at the end of this to explain like what my plans are. So, like I said, I'm already going to cover Spider Man here, and then I'm going to cover most of his villains. But I'm not going to stop there. I mean, I might do. I'm, I'm just going to do like all the major villains, like all like the major Spider Man villains, like Green Goblin, Doc Ock, like I already mentioned. But after that, I don't want. I don't want to give away everything. But I'm just going to just to reassure you that after those, I am planning on reviewing the Spider-Man movies, which I'm very much looking forward to. And then I'm going to go through all the Spider-Man animated series. And I mean all of them, except the, 19, except the 60s one, which I, I unfortunately am cutting out. But I am definitely looking for, planning on reviewing the Spider-Man movies and the Spider-Man shows. Just so that you guys can hear my thoughts on those as well and see what I think about how those how those series and movies stay true to the character which a lot of them are great and we'll get i'm excited to get to those at some point so, but don't worry all but for now i'm gonna stick with spider-man like i did on this one and then the next one will be the next starting with the we'll be starting with the chameleon who we'll talk about next week as the first spider-man villain so all that to say love spider-man love his origin and i just think he's a great phenomenal character and one of marvel's best even though i think he is marvel's best so Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at the Spectacular Spider Nerd. And hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know what you thought. Well, I don't know if you can, but leave a review if you can. Let me know what you think. And also be sure to, like I said, follow me on Instagram. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out, webheads.